previously on The Player's World. The gang fought and defeated the Spider Queen, ending the threats for this mystery. Eli lost himself a little bit when he went dark mode, and we learned that, in this state, he might not be in total control. Rainbow helped out the surviving antelope by taking him to the gift shop, where Augustus was barely conscious because he had his vibrance stolen. And Luz found a key to begin decoding Trench's spell carvings that he uses to summon monsters. Let's find out what happens in the player's world. Luz and Rainbow have just rejoined Eli and Ava in Arid Societies. And guys, for the first time in like, I don't know how many episodes, you're all in the same room. Oh, yes. I don't have to do any scene transitions anymore. I I immediately look at Eli and I gag and walk away. (laughs) The party's now split up again. I think I'm going to just make a beeline straight for the circle because I think I know what exactly this means. I will I will say, because I'm a kind um, keeper and it's been a while, there's a couple of things in this room. Wink. Oh, could I yeah. perhaps uh, do a little move called uh, um, uh, Investigate a Mystery, perhaps? <laughs> uh, roll plus sharp. Heck yeah, that's my best stat. Whoa! Dude, the craziest thing happened. I got two ones. <laughs> <laughs> that adds up to a freaking four. <laughs> a freaking four. Can someone help me out, perhaps? <laughs> if it would help. Roll plus cool. To Does try it really give her a plus one. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, but the three of you could bump her up to a seven. Oh boy. Okay, hold on. Let me. We'll, we'll organize this. Rainbow, what did you get? Uh, it's cool. It's plus cool for help out. Yes. That's a six. <laughs> All right. Eli? Five, minus one, four. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Ava, what did you get? I got a 14. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I rolled two sixes, and then my cool is two. Cool. What does that freaking mean? <laughs> That's like it. Okay, help out. On a 12 plus... Your help lets them act as if they just rolled a 12, regardless of what they actually got. Hell yeah! Oh, Ava, with the assist! How am I supposed Ooh. to resolve this narratively? What happens? I think Luz is making a beeline towards Ava, <laughs> towards the candles, and Ava's like, whoa, what's that? And Luz is like, what? <laughs> Ava's like, yeah, I remember these candles, and that just brings back everything. Like, she has one of those Jimmy Utron brain blast moments. <laughs> Ava providing, like, brain food, orange slices, bottles of cool water, a, a hot towel around the neck, fanning her a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> brain blast. <laughs> brain blast. Luz, you may ask the keeper any question you want, not just the listed ones. This is Buckwild. You said that there are multiple things in the room, yes? As I'm reading the room, could I perhaps find everything, please? (laughs) (laughs) So I just know where everything is. Give me all the knowledge. As you investigate this room, you have stepped in here for the very first time, and you see that it is a, like, rectangular, kind of ancient Egyptian-looking tomb, or, like, temple. There are a number of different artifacts all scattered around this room. Some toppled over and crumbled and destroyed. You don't know why, though. Perhaps because people just hate history. <laughs> but apart from the mess and the artifacts, uh, you can see that there are some sarcophagi, which are, again, ornate coffins that haven't been broken. There is a, like, goldy bronze-colored statue of an elderly bald man who like sort of wears like monk monk's attire and he's sort of sitting cross-legged in his pose and that's off to one side of the room and then the last thing that you do see is in front of you like i think you had stopped walking in the room and you looked down and you were like already standing in the middle of the candle configuration 
that is beneath you, not unsimilar to the one that you saw up at the cavern. Cool. And well. I think because all of you were involved, you all get to see like the clarity of this room come into snap into focus for you all. Well, I'm going to kneel down and uh, I'll worry about everything later, everything else later. I'm going to kneel down and check for any uh, the, all, all the carvings and also bring out my uh, Egyptian to Latin English translation thing. Yeah, you kneel down. I think you have to like swipe away um, bird feathers and clippings and like some scatterings of bones and hair. And yeah, you see these like hieroglyphs carved into the flooring beneath you. And then I think everyone else sees Ava whip out, Ava, sorry, sees Luz whip out this um, Broadstead Museum gift shop kids right. toy map looking thing <laughs> and just immediately starts like trying to deduce this scene and lose when you push aside these clippings you see these hieroglyphs give me like 10 minutes because i'm bad at writing <laughs> <laughs> also focusing we'll come back to you we'll let um other people do whatever they want in this scene well, what's the going next so wait is um are the antelopes okay one of them is. I think as soon as, because that was like the shortest time I've ever spent on one of those things. I'm going to, you just, while you guys are talking, after like a minute, I'm just going to be like, animal! <laughs> really loud. No, no, antelope. No, it means mine, you dummies. And you, Rainbow, who I appreciate very much. And Ava, uh, who I also appreciate very much. So, singular idiot. Uh, Eli, uh, it means mind. Considering I can't remember anything right now, I'd say that's a fairly accurate statement. Oh, my head hurts. Good. Um, yeah, it means mind. Uh, and I'm gonna write that down while everyone else is talking amongst themselves. Luz, what did the last one say? Um, it was... Uh, nature, eh? Which means nature. Uh, back at the cabin. Nature and mind. Mindful in nature. Hmm. <gasps> Wait, okay. Nature, rainbow, mind, me. And this this place is filled with a lot of uh, stuff that I appreciate, which you guys probably destroyed. And I like look around and gesture and everything. So we were in nature in the cabin, which means uh, that that connects to rainbow. And then this uh, connects to the mind, which is like my whole deal. So... What if the next thing's like magic and then like maybe tarot or uh, I don't know, like fate or something. I don't, I don't know what your deal is, Ava. No offense. Um, I'm like, taken. <laughs> um, the glaive gallery. <laughs> this is this is my theory. Uh, and I start writing down my various theories um, of everything being connected to us, uh, which I already figured that. Now it's really popping off in my brain. Well, while you figure out that theory, I think we have some other things to figure out. Where's Gus? Oh, he's in the gift shop. Oh. Okay, that's good. Is he able to come here? Because I think we might need some assistance. No. I tried playing go fish with him and he wouldn't even bite. Is his legs broken or something? No. Is he just being really lazy? I have no idea how so much bad stuff could happen in one day. How could it get worse? Well, considering how oh. much you would hate my, my literal father figure, Eli, I think you'll be very pleased to know that someone stole his, like, whole essence and his magic and his energy and vibrance. Uh, Wait, so is he conscious? Barely. Eli's what? face just goes slack gray. I'm surprised you don't have a big, dumb grin on that face of yours, Eli. Uh, the last memory he has of you is you yelling at him and me just rainbow carrying his unconscious body, or mostly unconscious body, to a darn gift shop, and now he's alone with a stupid antelope man. Can't go home. Okay, I don't care. Oh my gosh. I'm never going to see any of my friends ever again. Oh my god. I'm never going to see Do you need some streamers for your pity party over there, Eli? Lose. What? Um, so both of you have been through a lot today. Why don't you two just not speak right now? And when we're all in a better place, we'll talk more. 
but it looks like you're really on something with um the bird circle. So could you tell me what you're coming up with on that? Because I'm and then I'm gonna just like kinda if I had a tail, I'd be tucking it in embarrassment. I'd be like, I'm a little lost. I mean, like, I don't really have much to go off of other than like what I said. Like, so I think the next time we find something, it'll have to do with Eli or Ava in, in some way. Yeah. Yeah, that's my current theory. Hmm. Ava or Eli. So the next one will be at, and I'm going to look at both of them, a hoodie building. I don't think that they have those here if Luz's inclination from yesterday is anything to go by. 100% it's going to be at the hoodie building. We don't sell hoodies, sadly. Well, not sadly, I think they're kind of ugly. But, well, that was mean. Uh, sorry, Ava. That's okay. Your hoodie's very nice. So emotionally drained at this point. It's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Eli sorry. would be reacting much more if he could, like, not barely not walk. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, like maybe, maybe we'll be finding a, a, a goopy magic swamp in the woods, perhaps, and that will be Eli's place. Or maybe we'll find a hair dye place for Eva. Uh, I don't know. I feel like we don't know enough about each other to predict this, and we could probably solve that with some together time but that's probably not a good idea right now so let's focus on this mystery here and like you know how when something's really big and you can't see all of it at once but you can just look at like one part of it you guys ever perspective yeah yeah you guys ever hear the story of the blind man and the moose nope no Mm -mm. so like there's three blind guys and they're feeling different parts of a moose and one person is touching the moose's tail and he's like, ah, it's a bush, right? Because it's fluffy. And then one man's touching the moose's leg and he's like, no, it's a sapling because it's thin and tall. And one man is touching the antler, which means he's like a really tall guy. <laughs> and he's like, no, it's a rock because it's like hard and cold. And so they're all experiencing the moose through a different lens and <clears throat> each of them is right but also wrong. So like we're touching a different part of the moose right now, but let's get to know this entire part of the moose and then we can move on and look at the whole moose. A very weird yet helpful analogy. How long do we have to stay here? Because these two are still bleeding out. Well, I got to look around at everything else. Uh, Perhaps I can preserve some of this history that you guys uh, exploded. Okay. Luz, where would you like to go? I want to go to the dead body. Okay, cool. Uh, Ava, what would you like to do? Ava is going to try to contact someone to come help. Okay, cool. Whatever that is. Uh, Eli, what would you like to do? I'll head to the unopened sarcophagi. Cool. And Rainbow, are you okay to go to the monk statue? Yes. Cool beans. Let's do... Let's go Ava first. Okay, so Ava, you're trying to figure out maybe who to contact or who you can sort of trust most to come and help you guys. Yes. Uh, roll for me, plus sharp. 11. 11, cool. You get to, well, I mean, you get to hold three. You can ask any three questions if you so choose to from the read about situation list. Okay, so I'm going to do what is the best way to protect the victims. And the victims in this sense is us being left behind with no one, and then also the antelope and the dead body. Okay. Is that- yeah, okay. So as you're sitting here thinking of, like, who you could best contact, uh, a couple come to mind. You've got the brown suits, who are sort of the more official route if you wanted to, yeah, make this, make this like a proper crime scene uh, straight away. You could potentially gain the help from uh, the hotel cook of butler bacchus uh perhaps in tandem with dr marbles who may or may not want to come out and help it's this will depend on like who is asking what npc right right like i think if rainbow asked bacchus i think those two maybe haven't got the most like solid relationship yet that may not work out so you may have to sort of play into who has the best relationships with each npc 
that's really all on your list. You've got brown suits, Dr. Marbles, and Bacchus. Mm, okay, so what is the best way out? Um, your best way out, considering you, and it depends what route you all want to take, whether you want to make this an official scene or you can try and make this all go away, which is going to be very, very tricky. I would suggest not through the front doors. Um, you saw when you're up in the security cameras that like there was a, a back dock. So, you know, like you, you're not going to have to go like through the tunnel or anything to get out into the back alleyway. Uh, so there is like a back door exit to this building. And just for my own paranoia, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? You take a beat. You look around this room and you feel calm. You feel a sense of calmness, like things have been resolved here and there is nothing left to worry about. For now. Am I still with the group or did I wander off? Nah, you're all like within earshot. Okay. I think Ava's going to call to lose. Hey, lose. do you think Bacchus would come help us or would be a reliable person to come help us? I mean, like, what, what, how exactly do you want someone to handle the situation? Do you need someone big and hefty to carry a dead body? I mean, I don't know. I'm not from this world. What, what is the best way to handle this? I know Gus said that violence and things like that are not necessarily common. Is it best to keep this under wraps? Should we call in the brown suits? I mean, you saw how the brown suits were, were behaving when we were at the cabin. Like, one literally, like, ran away from us and... That was a whole deal. Uh, I think Bacchus would be cool. Um, I feel like Bacchus could like possibly carry the antelope out of a, out the window or out of the shop, and people are kind of used to Bacchus's weirdness. So he's carrying a big old uh, <laughs> I'm carrying a big old sack around. Boy, where's that fan art? <laughs> oh boy, raising. <laughs> Oh, okay. This one's getting the explicit tag on iTunes. We don't we don't have enough time for this. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> if he if he's if he's carrying a a, a web thing around, <laughs> I don't think people would bat an eye. He could probably drop it off in the woods or something. I think he'd understand. He talks to Gus. Yeah, I think I think that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm real sorry, bud. Okay. <laughs> Maybe you should have gone with Duck on Marbles. Five hours of laughing. <laughs> How many hours of laughing have you had to edit out, Sam? We should have, yeah. Probably all for me. I'm sorry. But, uh, <laughs> I, I think, I think Bacchus would, like, know that he can trust us and know that none of us killed whatever is over there um because it's you know it's in a big spider web thing so like yeah I, I think i think he could carry out a dead body and hide the evidence i don't think the brown suits would be very capable of handling this i'm gonna go back to the hotel to get him or is there a way to call him you saw a phone at the front desk so i think when you guys wrap up here you could head off and, and do that oh god do you guys remember landlines I think Ava's actually just going to separate from the group to go call Bacchus. And because I think it's that important, honestly. Okay. Yep. Ava, you... Oh, God, we're splitting up the party again. Ava, <laughs> you go off and you head back towards the reception desk where you're going to go and call Bacchus. Um, I think we're going to stay in this room for just a little bit. Luz, you are heading over to the uh, corpse now. I'll, I'll say it's a corpse of the antelope. What would you like to do? Uh, investigate a mystery and like kind of poke at the body and stuff with like a, a a bag wrapped around my hand. Yep. So I don't get any web on me or blood. And I, I'm just like kind of investigating to see like if I can like know if it was just a spider. Like perhaps if I see I guess another spider trail, I could see if there's like another enemy here. Are you stuff. unsure of what this corpse is? I have a pretty decent idea. <laughs> I was gonna say there's antlers heading it like yeah. the top. Um, okay, roll plus sharp. Uh, two. I got a 12. <clears throat> nice. You may ask Damn. the keeper any question you want, not just the listed ones. You know what? Can can I just ask regular questions and hold two? Sure. I think what happened here. So I think as you're looking at this body, again, uh, you see the large hole, a fist-sized hole, 
uh, in the chest cavity of this body, around the edge of which is this like dark, black, sludgy magic. You intuit that this individual has suffered a, what's it called? Not like a um, laceration, but like when there's a... Puncture wound? I guess. Like a large puncture uh, to the main arteries and the main sort of uh, organs of the body. Um, and you can intuit that it's, it killed them instantly. Okay. Where did the thing that killed them go? As you're looking at this black sludge, you know that it was the same color of the bubble that Eli used to trap the sort of werewolf beast back at the barn. You know that it's the same color and consistency of the uh, inky wall that floated past you in the alleyway and formed a barricade. Those things that were used to protect people in, in, a, in a dire situation has now been the same conduit for this mortal harm. I am going to stand up as I realize exactly who did this. And I'm going to turn around and look directly at Eli. And I'm just going to like point at him and be like, Um, did you guys see Eli murder this poor fool? Huh? What? Uh-huh. What? Huh? What? It's, it has your stuff on him. Like, it has your, like, inky black magic thing, whatever, on him. And, uh, oh my god, am I working with a murderer? You can detect lies, right? I can detect lies. Uh, you know when he says what, that he is being 100% frank, he has no idea what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I'm, I'm caught up in emotions right now. I'm, okay, I'm still- I mean, that's fair. I'm just saying that. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pause for a second. You truly don't know, do you? Oh, my don't God. know what? What's going on? Someone dead? Yes, and you killed the poor fool. Eli. I, I'm going to reluctantly walk over to you and grab you by the sleeve and just, like, hug you towards this, this like, dead, dead he, man. He is so stiff. How do I know if I'm going to be safe working with you, huh? You know, like, the multiple times that you, like, made fun of me in the past day or so and... You know, you're just a jerk in general. How do I know that you're not going to lose your cool around me? And eventually, you punch me in the gut, and I'm dead. Like, you you generally don't know what's happening, so that tells me that you must have blacked out. Or maybe you were so enraged that you just kind of lost all memories or everything. Or it could have been fear. I don't know. But either way, you murdered a dude. While he was trapped, for God's sake, like... Um, he turns away from the body, gets down on his knees, and just full throws up. Just super disgusting. You see a little bit of blood in there because he's dry heaving right now. Just does that and uh, is still kind of in like bent over position, just breathing heavily. I think while he does that, I'm going to walk over to the sir, sir, ugh, oh my god, sarcophagi, sarcophagus, sarcophagi. <laughs> cool. I think when you start to walk over, um, we we like kind of flew over to Rainbow, and we're going to see what she's been doing this whole time. So Rainbow, you've gone up to this statue of the uh, old man. What would you like to do? Like Rainbow's been listening to the drama behind her and be like, should I? No. Not everyone needs your help all the time, Rainbow. You've got to let baby birds fly. You're no one's mother. You're also not trained clinically in psychology. She totally knows what all those words mean. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, right. That's basically the thought process. And then she's going to be like, this whole time, she's looking like someone trying to appreciate modern art and not getting it. Uh, And then I would like to investigate this statue. By rolling investigative mystery. Yeah, roll plus sharp. Okay. Man. Goldilocks, go! <laughs> okay, I think that's a six. Yeah, that's a six. I will give you that while you're looking at this um, old monk man, you can see a couple things that, that doesn't require like more investigation. As he sits in this like cross-legged 
position with his head aimed down towards his lap. You see that in his lap, he's holding uh, like a box and the box isn't a part of the statue. Like the box is, is wooden and it's been placed on there. The box, like it's containing something. Maybe it's like a little too high for you. It's got some inscriptions around the sides. There is another inscription like at the at his feet on a plaque. But I think maybe Rainbow's been in wolf form for too long and she forgets how to read. So she's having a big old brain fart right now. Do the inscriptions, like I can see what the inscriptions look like. Do they look like Egyptian done by the same person as the others? Or do they look like other language that Rainbow is just like, while this isn't Egyptian, it might as well be Greek. Uh, we see English, but I think <laughs> Rainbow just sees like, yeah, Greek and like Russian looking like just it is unearthly to you. But we see it's just like plain English. This sign can't stop me because I can't read. What's in the box? <laughs> okay. I want to use my finely honed uh, survival danger senses to read a bad situation and make sure I'm not going to get instantly cursed. Because unlike Ava and Eli, I grew up in this world and I lived in the woods with the, like, the law of the jungle, baby. Roll plus sharp? Yeah. Plus sharp is read a bad situation? Yeah, it is. Yes. Come on, please, Goldilocks. Hey, that's an eight. Cool, we get to all one. Mm, I'm not sure if mm. what's the biggest threat or are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Because like, I'm looking at this box, specifically just the box. I would like to, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? If I mess with this box, am I cursed? Does the alarm system go off? Um, as you're looking up at this box, you see that it's just a plain old box. There's no alarm system set to it. There's no like rune carvings to suggest that there's like any curse attached to this thing. No, this box seems safe. All right. Um, since I am the tallest person in the group, I'm going to stand up on my very tippy toes and very gently pull the box out. Since we've been smashing around this room, I'm going to do it with kid gloves. Just very gently take my time, like take 20 on it, hug the box out and then pull it back down and then glance guiltily over my shoulder at Luz and be like, this is this is the care I reserve for history at all times. What are you talking about? <laughs> I think you like you set the box down and kneel down next to it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You couldn't quite tell from the initial angle because you were looking up at it. Um, but this is like an open top box with um, uh, it, it looks like a sort of vertical shelving or a holder for six different uh, cylindrical containers that have been laid inside this box. However, though you can see that this box holds six containers, only five remain. So is this like the ancient Egyptian embalming process? Rainbow doesn't know this, but Laura does. No. Where they'd like yank your different innards out and put them in different boxes with like a little different godhead on it? No, those were the jars that... Um, gross! Somebody was chucking around the room, yeah. That's so gross. That was someone's brains and like liver. Mm. This Ugh. is uh, something different. Okay. I think as you're crouched over the top of this box, you see that like you, you, you are looking at the top of the cylinders, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a number of different icons on each of these uh, five remaining cylinders. What do they look like? You have one that has an icon of an opened eye. There is an icon representing wind. Another icon of a clock. An icon of a closed eye. And an icon of like a plus sign. Uh, and then the last, the sixth uh, slot is empty. Okay, and there is no icon in, like, the bottom where, like, you know how they do battery slots where it's like, ah, plus side this way. Is there any kind of icon in the bottom that might give me a hint as to what was there? Nope. Just empty. Can I, can I snip it? <laughs> Shove your nose in there and it smells like old fabric and, like, uh, old dust. Mm, Makes you velvet. sneeze. I'm going to glance back over my shoulder and the drama's still happening. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to bustle up and just kind of like, like a dog knowing that someone's upset and sticking their hand like under the upset person's hand and being like, pet me. I'm just going to step up into the big mess you guys are having where Eli has puked on the floor and mm -hmm. Luz is accusing him of murder. Rightfully. I, I didn't say wrongfully or rightfully. I just said accusing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to just like brandish this box. It is... A plain wooden box that has no danger in it. I checked thoroughly. Uh, and then 
Inside the box is a fabric that I am interpreting as like a velvet that is dusty and it has holes in it for six jars or like cylinders. Sorry, cylinders. Each one has a symbol on it. Um. Also, I mentioned that there is some writing on the base of the monk statue, but I couldn't make heads or tails of it. <laughs> a like sheepish smile. Okay. Um, to go up to the uh, monk statue and try to read the uh, what you couldn't read. <laughs> it's English. I just rolled a six. <laughs> Roll plus sharp. I need plus sharp to read English. I mean, this sounds is- fair. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, eight, nine. I got a nine. Yeah, you're good. You step over to this statue and you look at the plaque that's at like the feet, right? Like he's got his two little feet together because he's sitting cross-legged and between the two feet is a plaque. And the plaque reads, Cast of the Ancient One. And that mm. was all the inscription that you saw in that uh, statue. Like there's nothing really else. Um, and you turn back and you come to join Rainbow and Eli. And you see on the side of the box, there is a little inscription on the side as well. And that inscription reads, An undying gesture of universal security, tranquility, and upmost sanctity. My, I'm bad at puzzles in real life. <laughs> Could I like... This is a puzzle? It, sound, it seems like a puzzle. <laughs> Is it a puzzle, Sam? <laughs> yes. Dang, okay. okay. Is anyone else good at puzzles? You can help me out. <laughs> Is this a, if it's a riddle? Um, well, I'm currently uh, finishing up dry heaving uh, and potentially crying over in the corner. I <laughs> uh, wonder whose fault that is, partially. Um, <clears throat> uh, so I'm not sure how much help you're going to get out of me. <laughs> can I... Man, could I, like, roll sharp to try to, like, connect the dots a little bit? How about this? Because, like, Bun, you've got a you've got a brain. You can do this. I'm going to retype. I'm going to retype that for you. So it's like this. I already typed in chat. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes the, or- the way the words are written and, like, the specific way it looks is important. Like, you can have all the same letters and all the same configuration, but, like, don't dead open inside, you know? Oh. Oh, wait. Augustus! <gasps> ah! <gasps> Augustus! Hey, this is me very quickly jumping in here. Uh, I'm editing this episode right now, and I realized that maybe this moment isn't super clear. The players figured out that the inscription on the side of the box... Uh, is an acronym. So the first letter of each of the words spell out the name Augustus. Okay, I'll let you get back to it. I'm gonna I'm gonna break out into a sprint and go towards the gift shop. <laughs> Wait, does this statue look like him? Does this statue look like Augustus? Can I roll to see if it does? <laughs> Don't fail. I, I think I'm gonna save you. I think because you've clued in specifically to this puzzle, you look back at the statue. Uh, it's bald, like the, this man is bald, uh, and his head is angled downwards. So you step a little closer and look at his face, and the face is not similar to Augustus. Damn it. Uh, like his grandfather or something. Could they be related? <laughs> <laughs> but you got to remember that the, the statue and the box were separate. And the box had been put on the statue. Correct. Can we, can lose an eye work together using my nose and her brain to find where the box came from in the area. I'm going to get down on all fours and Inuyasha sniff. (laughs) No? Are we missing it? Tap twice if Um, we're missing it, Sam. I think you're missing it. Okay. You've gotten as far as you can get. At the moment? Yeah, nothing. You won't find anything else regarding... Unless you investigate what's inside the box a little more. Hey, it's me, Bacchus. (laughs) Can I investigate what's inside the box or help Luz do it? Yeah, so there are five remaining uh, cylindrical uh, things. What do you call them, Jesus? Um, Cylinders. That's what you call them. There are five remaining cylinders in this box. I'm going to help out, Luz, because I think I have slightly... What's your cool? Uh, My my, my cool... uh... Mm -hmm. 
I got a minus one for cool. I'm helping. You'll do the research if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, where do I roll? <laughs> well, you're you're just rolling research. So, like, do a mystery. Uh, Eli, uh, sufficiently throwing his guts up, and also me kind of realizing there's not really much Eli can do in this situation. He's gonna go. He's gonna get up and start heading for the exit because he needs some air. <laughs> like just like he needs fresh air. <laughs> exit to reception. Reception, and then if he can open the door, then yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. You you head that way. Uh, Rainbow and Luz, what are you two doing? I want to roll plus cool to help out. Um, help out what? Luz, investigate the contents of the box. Okay. So I just roll sharp then. Like. What are you doing? Are you are you like <laughs> trying to look at like? Okay, there are six. There are five <laughs> cylinders, and that's you like that's all you can see as far as investigating goes. Unless you explicitly say that you want to remove one of these cylinders to investigate it. Oh, they're removable? Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. let's pull them out and then rearrange them and see if that changes anything in the box. Poor Sam. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so dumb. Uh, no, working that's with a fine. bunch of idiots. <laughs> yeah, I guess we could try rearranging them. My my second thought was to like investigate each thing and see if they maybe we could put them in like different artifacts in the room. Yeah, let's let's pull all the cylinders out and just look at them. Well, who's gonna pull the first one? I will do it because I'm less dead and I'm worried about Bun. <laughs> Which one are you pulling out? This is tough. I'm going to pull out the wind because I'm very familiar with the wind. I've been with it every day of my life. I sleep outside. Uh, yeah, uh, you reach down. You kind of have to pinch the top of this thing and it slides straight out. Rainbow, roll 1d6. This feels like a trap. Three. When you pull this thing out, you hear like a little wooden clunk kind of come from inside the cylinder. And you notice that the top of the cylinder has a lid and you can take the lid off. <laughs> what kind of wooden clunk? What is the cylinder made out of? Like this frosted glass. How's that? Is that spooky enough? Yeah, then because we can see there's something in there. Yeah. And I heard wood. Yeah, like a wooden clunky thing. Okay, Sam, is it overkill if I uh, read a bad situation? Oh, See if this okay, that sound tells me it's overkill. Open the cylinder, please! So I open the <laughs> cylinder. <laughs> you open the cylinder, and as soon as you remove the lid, a wooden staff, like, grows and shoots out of the top, and it shoots up by, like, a meter, which is, like, three feet or so, and it's now, like, sprouting out of this cylinder that you're holding in your hand and i guess it kind of like catches you off guard and when you grab this stuff uh you take a look at like the handle of it and there is a the same like icon of the the wind etched into the top i'm gonna just stare at it for a second and just be like oh and then pull the bottom of it out of the cylinder and then on a whim before i test the staff out I want to see if the staff fits back in the cylinder. Like, if I can push it back in. Or if this is just... You can't you can't put the cat back in the bag. You can't put the cat back in the bag. As soon as you try to shove it back in, it's, 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 a, it's a solid staff now. How did the cat get in the bag, though? Magic. I am going to kind of, like, turn the staff over in my hands and, like... Well, I'm going to sniff it first because it's a rainbow. And also just look at it. And other than the wind symbol, do I see anything else of note about the staff? No, I think when you just turn this stuff over, you see that it's like twisted, um, like it's like twisted oak, uh, but it's very fine. It's a very like uh, smooth and refined piece of uh, like craft. There are no other etchings apart from the uh, wind symbol in the top. Okay. Is everyone just other than Ava just watching me do this? Sorry. Is Bun just watching me do this? What do you got? Because... Hey, this is me giving you guys like some rewards for the mystery. Oh, like you get to. These are like, yeah these these are gonna be like some cool little. You've just done a dungeon crawl. Here's the treasure at the end, kind of thing. Well, listen, everything has been so ominous and dangerous, and from experience with other dungeon masters, we're all on high alert. All right, that's why he's telling us. I wanted to ask you: Do you want me to then just kind of? meta explain exactly what each artifact does for the ones that you choose because some of them are single use and if you test them out then that's kind of pointless 
Oh, so, yes, please tell us. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and you, you so you turn it over and all you see is the etching of the wind icon at the top of the staff. And I think uh, Rainbow doesn't know this, but you, Laura, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you. Ooh. You have a staff of levitation, which <laughs> allows the user to levitate themselves up to 10 meters off the ground, vertical only. So how do I, can I propel myself forward while doing this or can I only float up? No, yeah, vertical only. Does it work if you hold it in your teeth? <laughs> <laughs> It'll work like you'll you'll hold the staff like you'll hold, it's like a cane, right? Like when you hold it, it'll send you upwards uh, up to 10 meters, which is like 30, 40 feet. Is it single use? Uh, it is one use per day. One use per day. Oh. So we can actually role play me discovering that by just floating. <laughs> That's true. But I didn't want to, um, because others are single items and I didn't want to like make it inconsistent. Okay. I. So you can just say you test it out. And you tell Mon and Laura the rest of the items. Please. Uh, you, no. Luz, you have four remaining scrolls. Which one would you like to pick out? I'm going to pick out the open eye. You pull out the cylinder and you hear like a little, just a slight little metal rattle come from inside this uh, frosted glass tube. Uh, I open it. <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, there are a pair of glasses inside when you open up this cylinder and you pull them out. And what you get, maybe like etched into the side of like the um, uh, handles of the glasses, uh, there's like the, I don't know, there's the words, glasses of the specter. And these allow the user to see into the spectral realm one time per day for a period of five minutes. Ooh. It's a spectral realm. That is perfect for you. We saw the spectral realm uh, in the alleyway when Luz opened up her third eye. That one moment. Ah, sweet. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh. Okay. Can't. So there are five of these, and only four of us can Bacchus get one. <laughs> Potentially. Well, I mean, there's like there's there's a reason why there was one missing. Well, yeah, it was taken by Bad Ban. Okay. Cool. Sam, do you want us to open the other ones? Or can are you going to tell us what they do before we open them? Or are you going to make us wait? Uh, it'll be, you have to try. Oh, can we only open one? I think, Rainbow, you got to take another uh, cylinder. But when you do, that cylinder just does not budge. And you try another one, and it's like locked in place. Ooh. So we each get one. You only get one. That makes sense. I'm so glad I picked that open eye. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I knew that symbol would be perfect for Luz. So there are three remaining and no one left in this room that doesn't have an item because Ava has left to go to reception. And Eli's working through some shit. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry. Can I put them on and try to find the antelope man? Oh. You pop on these glasses and when you gaze into the spectral realm in this room, you see quite a similar scene to what you had out in the alleyway, but there is less of this black dark magic it's now just kind of residue sifting around that golden statue is absolutely emanating with the same orangey yellow energy that you saw in augustus um, before it got taken away from him by trench and then you gaze over to the corpse of the antelope and this corpse kind of has like a residue of this light blue energy um but then you see like this residue trailing away from the corpse and it's it, they are footsteps and these footsteps lead out of this room uh through one of the doorways could i follow it above table are these eli's footsteps you don't know you okay figure that out let's follow it nice try getting information out of the dm uh, Rainbow's still levitating up in the air. You'll have to, like, deactivate it and, like, swoop back down. Kind of starting to, like, turn. Help! <laughs> I'm gonna yell, Staff off! Nothing. Uh-uh. Is the clap activated? Nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, 
Vindaloo, Vindaloo, Lamb, Rogan, Josh. It shoots back down. You said the magic phrase. <laughs> Is that really the magic phrase? No. no. <laughs> um, I just said it was in the Boggy book on the very first episode. <laughs> it's, it's a good, it's a good callback. No, I think, uh, I think Rainbow, as you're up there, like you're just kind of worried and in your head, you will yourself to just like go back the way things were, go back to the normal. And it does the, the stuff, um, un, unlevit, levitate. it retracts oh. and you go back. <laughs> it retracts its statement. <laughs> I was worried I was going to have to let go and fall. Oh, I mean, you, you'd live. I catch you. Aww. Yeah. That's a really extreme trust exercise, though. <laughs> yes. Yes, it would be. But I gotta hurry and follow these footsteps that I'm seeing, because I don't know how long this, this sight will last. Oh. oh, let's go, let's go. Scooby-Doo music starts playing as I go through all the different uh, doors. We follow Luz and Rainbow as, well, I guess we follow Luz, because Luz can see these blue residue footsteps leading through the museum. And Luz, they're not like, uh, they're not swaying or like curving in any direction. Like, you know how it's not going in like the general direction of where they end up. It's like a straight line. Like, it knows exactly where it's leading to. And it, and it heads through Silver Cities and then across the courtyard, weaves its way back around. Him, and we see Luz and Rainbow follow all the way back into reception, where they open the doors. To your left, you see Ava on the phone uh, at the reception desk you see Eli straight ahead kind of maybe hunched over in the doorway uh, leading out onto the main street of the museum and Luz you see the blue footsteps curve off to the right and go back into the gift shop where you see the surviving antelope laying on the ground I think still munching away and into the Maltesers. Uh, and you also see standing above him with a blue aura surrounding him the other antelope. Oh. Came to say goodbye. No. I'm I'm going to go up to the blue antelope and uh like wave in his general direction like maybe through him <laughs> I'm gonna try to tap him on the shoulder <laughs> uh yeah you walk over and you try like gaining his attention uh but he is just none the wiser to your to your I guess almost existence as he's staring down at his partner and I think when you go to tap him on the shoulder your hand passes through uh, and then that kind of gains his attention. He kind of snaps out of his stare for a second and looks at you with tear-stained eyes. Do you need me to tell him anything? He looks back down at his partner and you see him mouth the words, I love you. I'm going to look down at the antelope eating the Maltesers and I imagine my vision goes away because I think it's been like five minutes to go wind through the whole museum. So I just take off the glasses <clears throat> and I kind of point at them. Hey, uh, sir, Mr. Mr. Malteser. <laughs> it's, uh, it's Dole. My name's Dole. Thank okay. you for finally asking. No one ever asked my name. Okay, Dole. <laughs> um, what was your husband's name? Oh, we, uh, we weren't married. Uh, partner friend's name? <laughs> Evan. Evan says he loves you. He does? He's okay? <laughs> Where is he? I, I don't I don't think I can explain the the glasses so I uh I push my hair off my forehead and I point to my eye birthmark and go I can see into uh the spectral plane but he's watching over you and I don't think you'll ever be 
without him anymore, so. Wait. What? He's gone, but he's still with you. Like he I saw I saw his his vibrance. He's standing right here in front of you. But you're it might you might feel like you don't have him anymore, but he's still there. Like he'll be there with you till the end. Um I'm sorry I called you dumb earlier. I'm a big jerk. Oh god. Okay, um but he's always gonna be there with you. He told me to tell tell you that he loves you. And um if I ever figure out how to be a necromancer, I can bring him back for you. Hopefully. I'm gonna like grab a piece of paper and like scribble down like a fake phone number and give it to him. Here's my business card. Jesus Christ. <laughs> She's trying to salvage the situation. I'm so sorry. Oh can can we help? <laughs> sure. Go ahead. Luz isn't doing anything. No, no. This is your this is your mess. I'm not gonna lie. This has been painful to listen through. This is your mess too. <laughs> yeah, you did the bury your gaze trope, Sam. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. You're messing at Sam. I'm you're messing at the murderer. Oh, oh, that's, oh no. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. But <laughs> Panic crisis and just threw up and is, you know, trying to rationalize all of this, even though he probably can, his mind's broken, you know, all that great stuff. Yeah. I don't pity him, but anyways. Uh, Sam said I couldn't help. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I, I write down totally cool necromancy thing and then I hand it to him and then I'm like, Oh wait, that I think I wrote down the wrong number. I'm so sorry. I can't just do that. And then I write down my real number, but it's like the hotel number. <laughs> and then I give it to him and be like, "I will study the art of necromancy as often as I can." You hold the piece of paper out to him, and he's non-receptive anymore. I think he is just almost in like this post-traumatic trance where there is. The lights are on, but nobody's home. I try to look at the general direction of where the ghost was standing and just go, I'm so sorry, I totally blew that. (laughs) Then I'm going to walk away. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I think it was great lose role play, at least, if not good for this person. I think it was great, (laughs) Thank you. I felt horrible because I ruined that sad moment completely. No, that's fine. I took off my headphones a couple of times because I just couldn't listen to it anymore. Good. That means I succeeded in role-playing lose. Yeah. <laughs> With cringe. So I think, Luz, you turn around to sort of join Rainbow again. And you look over at the reception desk and Ava is there and she hangs up the phone. So he's on his way, for better or for worse. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna look nervously at her and be like, "How do you take it?" Uh, we'll find out. <laughs> okay, we'll find out. Something tells me that this isn't the first time Bacchus hit a body. <laughs> I think you see that my face is completely red because I'm still embarrassed. Rainbow. Just patting your shoulder. I'm just patting your shoulder. Just in a constant ongoing there, there. I'm going to pound my fist on the on the desk and like laugh really exa- exaggerated. Just like, <laughs> I get it. Because <laughs> you'd never find a body that old back is. <sighs> I'm leaving. I need fresh air. <laughs> I'm going to walk away. Let's go get some air. <laughs> Eli, I think Eli's out there already, isn't he? Yeah, correct. Um, I don't know if the fresh air is actually helping or not. It is a little. I mean, all of you have had a lot happen today. Also, we need immediate medical care. Yeah. Well, I think we'll get to that in a second, because while you're all sitting here on the front steps of this museum, we got to do the end of mystery questions. Because you guys have solved this mystery, the second one. Congratulations. Yay! Yay, the pain is over for now. So, it's it, yeah, it's been a minute since you guys have done this. So, I'm going to ask you a series of questions. You are going to try and answer yes and explain why it's yes uh, using examples. 
And if you do, you're going to get a bunch of points and goodies. So, first question. Did we conclude the current mystery? Yes. 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 What was that mystery? Uh, The mystery of the spider woman and the trapped museum, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Is that the way I can describe it? Killed the spooders. Did we save someone from certain death or worse? I mean, we saved one of the antelopes. 50% yes. 50% yes. 50%? 33% yes. 33% 33% sounds more like it because y'all also lost Gus. We, excuse you, Gus lost himself. That's true. We 100% saved one person. So the percent <laughs> saved somebody. Okay. So it's a hefty yes, but okay. <laughs> Did you learn something new and important about the world? Yes, we learned about vibrance. Okay, so you learned about vibrance. Good. We also learned the interesting campaign notes for Augustus's name. The the an undying gesture of universal security, tranquility, and utmost sanction, uh, upmost sanctity. <gasps> that explains his necklace. Yup. I just realized I'm so dumb. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Oh my god, is his necklace from the sixth hole? Will we ever know? That's what I said. <laughs> Yay! Uh, I guess there's also Eli's dark thing, Mard thing. That's something new. Well, I guess Eli, that comes into the next question. You also learned about uh, a little bit more about Trench. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Still incredibly vague. <laughs> yeah, you know a little bit about his sort of capabilities. You know that he got what he wanted. You don't know why. You don't know for what purpose. We um, also learned that Gus had, had old uh, task force members. <laughs> and they know each other, apparently. Mm-hmm. And my last question, did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? <laughs> I wonder. Mm. Hey, guys, I don't know. What do you guys think? We learned stuff about Eli, and we also learned a little tiny bit about Luz. And a bunch about Ava. Oh, no. Do I have no depth? <laughs> <laughs> Let's oh. recap. About Eli, what did you learn? Dark mode man. Yeah. Dark mode man. He... Eli went dark. Yep. <laughs> Whenever he goes dark, his his um, emotions are very exaggerated, mm-hmm. and he also kills people. <laughs> Can't well, recognize himself, and he doesn't remember. Yeah. So he's is he in control? No. Mm. Not then who or what? Something to think about. What did we learn about Luz? She has an unreliable father figure. Yes, <laughs> I yes to that. Absolutely, 100%. That is something we learned. Um, also, the weird third eye thing, that's something new. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That is big. You also learned another thing, but I'm not going to give y'all hints. What about Ava? Uh, car crash more, trench coat is more involved with her past than we thought. Mm-hmm. That's the one part I forgot about last episode. Terror hard mom. She wasn't even supposed to be part of this. Yeah. Trench coat was after Eli. Mm-hmm. Assumingly. Um, he pretty pointedly pointed yeah, out he Eli. Like, he, he did say, oh, you. <laughs> yeah, but he was like, oh, I meant to get him. Did we learn anything about Rainbow? Um, we didn't learn a lot about Rainbow, other than uh, her wolf form kind of exhausts her a lot for long periods of time. Mm-hmm. Like flexing? flexing? That's okay. I think you guys end enough. That's four yeses. So if you get uh, one or two yeses, mark one experience. If you get three or four, you get to mark two experience, guys. I leveled up. Nice. I leveled up. I leveled up and got an XP. Okay, guys. Wait, are we still doing questions? We are done with questions. Um, We can level up next session if you want, to, like, so you guys can have time to think about it. Uh, but with your end of mystery questions, for every XP that you gained from those end of mystery questions you get two gear points so everybody gets plus four gear points booyah which i i think everyone's probably got eight now because nobody spent any all right guys i still have my perpetually bouncing tennis ball i think rainbow you pull out the tennis ball that's like now vibrating in your hand you're like look guys i still have this thing uh and then in the distance you guys hear the disheveled flapping of wings and a shadow falls on all four of you and slamming down into the concrete in front of you like a superhero. <laughs> Dressed in his butler uniform, he lumpishly plumps up the steps 
And I think like the sun is like cresting right behind him. So he's got this like halo and he says, wow, you guys look like shit. For updates and any of that good, good stuff, visit us at bit.ly forward slash the players world. 